What's up, folks? Welcome to Nino's Corner. Uh, man, I'm with a good guest right now. A friend of mine I've met during this since really, I don't know, I started talking to you a few years ago, but we've yep. been on the same path. And folks, I want to introduce you to a Mike Z. Mike Z is Mike Zildjian. Okay. You know, the uh, drum company, right? That's what yeah, it is. Drum cymbals. Yeah, those are my drum cousins. Cymbals, yeah, that's a big, big, big name in the music industry. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, the yeah. only ta- the only tattoo I have is that logo. <laughs> Luckily, I'm hard enough. But... I was smart enough to stop after that one. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I mean, I can contain myself, but I know some people that take it to another level. Man. Oh man, I look around now and I'm like, guys, what are we doing? Like, yes, just, just stop <laughs> already. I knew but... when I was living in Hollywood, I knew this beautiful girl, gorgeous. She had a full back tattoo. And all I could think was, I wonder what that's going to look like when you're in your 70s. Yeah. Well, you know, they live fast, die young, maybe. I don't know. I mean, some chicks can rock that, though. Some chicks can yeah. rock it. No, exactly. I get it. But like, I'm but only for a while. Back. Like, you could put a couple cute ones on there and they'll still look good as you get older. I don't know. What about, you know, like now, you know, when chicks used to get those tramp stamps back in like in our day, right? Like now they're like going down their ass, like running down their ass. Oh, yeah. And it's like open here, right? Dude, yeah. I knew th- I knew this guy in uh, in <laughs> L.A. who swore he was straight and he had a t- a tramp stamp tattoo. And I was like, dude, I I don't that's, know. That's as bad as getting like a, a million <laughs> yeah. fucking piercing, bro. <laughs> oh, man. But um, well, look, I wanted to let everyone know. Listen, I've been sober now four years, and you've joined me in this journey. So. And it's not easy, is it? It's it's difficult. I mean, you've been sober now eight months. Yeah. You've lost a lot of weight, by the way. Well, that's I mostly know, I see it. the first uh, six and a half months of not drinking. I didn't lose any weight because I was eating like shit. But yeah. uh, these last three weeks since the new year, I've been I've barely been eating just to clean my body out. So that it comes off fast when you do that. But obviously, not drinking helps a lot. Like you. People, someone asked me today, I played golf with a couple of buddies uh, that are in town from Alabama. And they're like, well, why? My buddy's like, well, why'd you stop drinking? I'm like, well, because I was really good at it. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And like like you, I'm not your size, but I could just drink all night, man. Didn't Dude, bother. why does everyone say, like, like everyone looks at you like something's wrong with you when you say you stop drinking. You notice that? Like, oh, geez, wow, wow. You mostly, mostly it's been cool. You know, I'm from Boston and there's some guys up there that were like, definitely... You know, but they've seen me do really silly shit when I'm drunk. So when they ask me, why did you stop drinking? I'm like, remember that time we played poker at your house and you made me sleep over and then you woke up and I wasn't there and my shoes were there, but your slippers were gone and I drove home. That's why I stopped drinking because yeah. I don't tr- I don't trust myself. I man. wish I had stories like that, bro. That's like yeah. G-rated. Yeah, that you like... said you said G-rated you wanted to no, do no, that. I didn't you, but I mean. I mean, my stories are like, oh, you know, woke oh, up in jail not knowing what I did. Uh, oh, I've never done that. I remember, I remember I woke up in jail one time and my knuckles were swollen and I had no idea why I was there. And I just knew I got arrested for a DUI, but I did not know. It was scary because I didn't know if I killed somebody. I oh, had God. no recollection of why I was in there. Like, it, it, I couldn't figure it out. And that scared the shit. That scared the, the, the shit out of me. I thought... Dude, this is uh, I'm probably going to jail for life. And that and just sitting there for hours in a cell, a small oh, what, whatever man. it was, six by six cell with the with the the slat, trying to get answers. They didn't want the 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 
The DOs were just not even talking to me. Nobody wanted to talk to me. I was sitting, I, I had no, I didn't know why I was there. That was, that right there was probably the single moment in my life that I'm like, Lord, I, I got on my knees. I'm like, you get me out of this one. I'll quit forever. And I still yeah. didn't. I still went on. Yeah, about of course. Year. Yeah. Of you know, course. Wait. Yeah. You got me out of this one. Well, that was close. I've had those, man. I've had those. And, you know, here's the G-rated version of that. I was a concert promoter up in Northern California. After the shows, we would go to the local dive bar, cowboy bar, and I'd walk back to my hotel. I'm walking back to my hotel one night, shit-faced, and this cop stops, and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm walking to my hotel, you know, however. You know. And he's like, well, you seem pretty drunk. I said, I am. That's why I'm walking. Yeah. And that fucking little bastard arrested me for drunken public. They never charged me. And the people Can at you the believe jail, that, man? Instead the people of at the jail, dude, if, man, I wanted to light this kid up. He was totally the kid that got beat up in third grade. Yeah. And, you know, now he has power. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm literally not bothering anybody. And I'm 100 yards away. You're doing away the responsible now. thing. You're walking home. Right. Right. But again, but again, like to the point, like now for me now to get into what we're talking about tonight, that's not I can't put myself anywhere near a position right now with the stuff that we're doing. Right. No, no, exactly. And that happened to me one time. I was walking one time. Uh, I was walking. <laughs> I was I remember I was walking out of a bar and it's like they asked me, uh, where are you going? And I was stumbling. I was like, I'm going to go catch an Uber. They're like, yeah, you think you're going to go catch an Uber, huh? You know, you're. they got me for public intoxication. They came, they could, so they couldn't put, and at that time I was training really hard. And believe it or not, I was still out drinking. Um, you know, I used to juggle extremes. Anyway, I was, but I was in shape. I was, you know, ready to fight anybody. They put the handcuffs behind me and they had to use two pairs of handcuffs because they, they wouldn't fit me on my back. So I had, to, they got two pairs of handcuffs and put me on my back. And, um, and I was just asking that guy, I was like, how are you guys getting off on this shit? They're like, oh, don't you have a fight coming up? You know, talking to me like that. I'm like, I go, is this what you guys are doing? Is this what this is all about? You just want to take in, you just want to take me in? Is you getting, you're getting off on this? And I was talking, talking to them like this. And yeah. the whole thing was is that I was trying to do the responsible thing. I was trying to catch an Uber and just get in the Uber and go home. Right. But I was stumbling. I was drunk. And sure, yeah, that. that's why... Guys like me, I'm a target, dude. And now more than ever, I'm done with that shit. Yeah, There's just no target. reason to do this anymore. And you too, because now you're, you're really picking up on the podcasting and it's like, yeah, you got everything. Yeah, I, can't, I got a big target. I mean, I'm not going to talk about it on this show, but I've been going after some people that don't like it. And I mean, you do, you've been doing that for quite a while. When you do that, they come after you. So, you know, you got to be careful and you got to have your think, shit together. I have one you just reminded me of. I did wake up drunk. I got in a cab in South Carolina. I was out drinking with my buddy, went to a strip joint, the whole stupid shit. He's like, I can't find him. I'm like, screw this. I'm getting in a cab and going. This was before Uber. I'm getting in a cab and going back to his house where his wife lives. That I also went to college with. So I get in the cab. I wake up at the police station. <laughs> they're knocking on the window, bro. And they're like, same thing. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm catching a cab back to my buddy's place. And they're like, well, you seem pretty drunk. Same line. I am. That's why I'm in a cab. And they're like, well, get out. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. And they're like, well, show us your ID. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I stick it against <laughs> the window. They're like, well, we got to call your friend. I'm like, go ahead. I'm not getting out of the cab. Because as soon as I got out, I'd be drunk yeah. in public and they'd throw me in jail. 
Yeah, you know, and it's like anything that, that's just what I've noticed. And and with me, it's like the last time I the last time I got a DUI, I didn't they got me, they pulled me over because I didn't use my blinker. And they're like, Do you know why we pulled you over? Like, I have no idea. Like, well, you didn't use your turn signal. I was like, Really? Okay. All right, give me a ticket. Oh, well, you need to step out of the car. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Yeah, and that's yeah. how it starts. It, it could be for anything. Yeah. It could be absolutely for anything. So when I saw the lawyer, so this was in California, one of the times, and folks, I I did have a drinking problem. There's no doubt about it. That's why I'm openly discussing it right me now. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I mean, you you just, you know, we're we're talking about it. But it just, it started happening more consistently. The 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 cops pulling me over. It started happening more consistency. It's like I started attracting that type of negative energy into my life. And I was like, you know what? The only way to stop this completely is cut out the alcohol. Is just cut it out completely. And I believe in that. I believe that once you you cut the source, then your life starts getting back to normal. It starts coming back into, you start bringing in good energy. Um, and, you know, that life just, anyway, the time before that, I was in California again, Fell asleep at a jack-in-the-box window. Cops knock <laughs> on the, the window. Drive the at the drive-thru, dude. <laughs> Fell asleep. They knock on the window, and I look at them, and I go, oh, thank you very much. And I just drive off. <laughs> like, like, as if, thank you for waking me up. And the guy looks at the other – the cop looks at the other cop, and then they just turn on their sirens, pull me over, and that was a wrap. So, I mean <laughs> – it's one story after another with this stuff. And it's just like, it, it never ends, but I, you know, now I can sleep at night and I don't know about you, Mike, but I can sleep at night knowing like, I don't have to go through that anymore. Yeah. I, you know, I don't want to be looking over my shoulder right now. Like we were talking about, and I knew this, this year was going to get crazy. You talk about that a lot on your shows, so we don't have to talk about it here. I know we're talking about different stuff. We can talk stuff, about but... it a little bit as long as we just. Yeah, no, come. but I, we don't need to. It's like, we know it's going to be a crazy year. Make that into whatever you want, right? There's all look around. There's all kinds of stuff going on. And there's already aliens at the mall in Miami. I mean, this and, is and we're talking about this stuff publicly, you and I and many others. And if there are bad people out there that want to stop us from talking about it, we can't give them any reason to. It's actually, again, being doing this forces you to be the best person you can be because you can't give them any opening or they'll take it. Because why? It's a spiritual war. See, that's what I believe in first and foremost. This is completely 100% spiritual. And they'll use other... And the way that these demonic forces work, in my belief, is they use the weakest link around you. So whoever yeah. is the weakest link or whatever situation is, is you know irking you at the moment, it'll intensify. Or a person next to you will break down or cause you to try to get you to fumble the ball. It's all, it's all your, and right now is the best time just to be, for me at least, I don't have many people around me. I don't know about you. I don't have many people around me. In fact, I have slim to none. Same. I keep a pretty tight circle. I mean, I got really good family and friends, um, but you know, you know, I haven't, I, I don't talk about this ever, but I'm going to start talking about it because I think people need to understand it more. I haven't even dated since late 2020 when I found out we were in a war once again, I was like, I don't trust myself. What if I end up with someone that doesn't have my best interest, the country's best interest? Like, and I can't have that distraction. I need to be focused on this. That's not fun and great, but you know, it also has been very freeing because it's something that I've broken another sort of addiction of always chasing tail and shit like that, right? And and then you make bad decisions when you're doing stuff like that. 
Uh, yeah. And also, I've noticed, like, you know, what ties all this together, friends and women and the whole thing is drinking. I didn't realize how how much that ties a social life together. You don't call your friends and you're like, hey, let's go have lunch. That just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's always, hey, bro, meet me at the bar. Let's have a few drinks. That's what it was always about when I was Always. Growing. You know, it's always. never, hey, you want to go have a salad? It's not like that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah no i mean look i again i don't go out much but i do like i went and played golf today and a couple guys in the group were in town from out of town they were cruising it doesn't bother yeah, me and at then all. they go out afterwards and get drunk and where do you go home yep there you go see see well i had to come home to go to work i had two shows before this so I, yeah. it's easy it's actually been honestly nino when i stopped i thought i hope i can make it a few months because i've never I, this is it's now been almost eight months coming up on eight months in like a week and a half or something like that and that's the longest i haven't drank in 35 years since i was in my teens or you know mid-teens yeah. but still like it it's crazy when i think about it like that i'm like jesus dude what was i thinking and what um, age did you start drinking 14 15 me too i mean that's i got I'm drunk thinking. first time at 12 but I yeah, started drinking well, at like 14. We were going um, to Wattis here on the border. We were going to J-Town by the time we were 13, 14 years old, getting hammered. Yeah. yeah you and bars. I mean, it's just like, well, that's a different culture here. Yeah, totally. Totally. And, um, you know, again, it just became such a big part of my life. So I didn't know how I would feel about it. I've been out to uh, restaurant bars and all kinds of stuff been around tons more people since I stopped drinking than I was before. Cause I didn't trust myself to not drink too much. It doesn't bother me. I don't have any urge like out on the golf course today. I was like, Oh, it'd be cool to have like, you know, one shot. My buddy had a bottle of bourbon. Then I was like, that would, I would just feel like shit. I don't even like want that. Mentally, dude, mentally you do that shit. You'd feel you'd break. You broke if you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You but I did like it. I like failed. the thought, the thought went by, and then I was like, "Whatever, I'm going to hit my tee shot now." And then I just moved on with my <laughs> day. <laughs> you still have dreams. I I have dreams of like getting hammered or like like I, it's always with like friends or like women that I'm just getting drunk, and I always feel really guilty in my dreams, dude. I feel like I guess you could call them nightmares, I guess, but yeah, but I'm always drinking in my dreams. Like it's not often. I have them probably every few weeks, but. I'm always just, and I know that I'm doing something wrong in my dream. I used to, the first few months I had that, I think I was texting you about that. I'm like, dude, is this normal? Cause I'm, it's happening Bro. a lot. And uh, it was freaking me out because they were so real, right? Like you feel like you actually did it. But I also, at those times, even in the dream, I was like, okay, so this is now day one. Now tomorrow is day one. You just start over. Like, and somehow something from above was preparing me. Like if you break, you're just going to start over again. So don't even bother. It's not even worth it. Right. So yeah. um, I haven't had that in a while. And like I said, it's been really weirdly easy. Uh, there's been a couple of days, you know, people are shitty. You're like, you want to forget your day or I have some lower back pain from time to time. You want to numb the back pain. You know, I miss, that kind of stuff or there was there was a time at first when i wasn't sleeping when i stopped and i missed being able to rip down a couple shots and knock myself out um Are you going on, did you go like like the first six months for me i was doing a lot of sugar binging i was like eating a lot of reese's and m and i would go to the 7-eleven and grab a 
Hogan. Like I, yeah, for like I said, for about six months, I didn't lose any weight without stopping drinking, and I didn't lose any weight, and it's because I was eating like shit, and a lot of that was sugar. For I, sure. I actually gained weight um, the first two years because I, st- I, I, I replaced it with food. Yeah. You know, I, I, and then not till I started like a lot of the supplements that I take now and the cutting out food, basically fasting, I started implementing that with everything I'm doing. I yeah. think, I think the reason that you and I, I think it's a spiritual thing. I really do believe it's a spiritual thing because I think yeah. you're called for a time like this. And a lot of people that are listening to this probably feel the same way mm-hmm. that we're all called for this time and you need to make adjustments and fine tune yourself because we know where we're, we know we're chartering into we're going into uncharted waters and we know where we're going and and then and we know that this war is about to pick up and it's highly it's 100 percent spiritual and everything's on the line and for me for like what we do i have got to be a hundred percent going on all cylinders i cannot be at 95 percent. i can't be at 80 percent. i gotta be 100 110 percent. just like going into a fight in boxing because this is serious stuff, man. And we know what's on the line. Everything's on the line. Everything is yeah. on the line. Yeah. And look, you said it. I This last few weeks, like I really decided, okay, I'm going to, you know, the for, for last year was the first year I really took podcasting seriously. But this year I'm like, okay, now I have to do it like almost every day if I want to grow a platform. That's the only way it works. And I have been. And I haven't been sleeping much because I've been working so much. There is zero chance I would be able to do this if I was drinking. There's no way. I thought about you tonight, man. I was I was having some struggles, and you just popped in my head. I was like, I wonder what Mike Z's up to, man. I know he's he's uh, newly sober. I still I still I still say you're. I, I I say I'm newly sober, and I'm four years. You know. Yeah. So you're a baby. You're an infant. You know? I did a show with Theo Fleury. You know the hockey player tonight earlier yeah. tonight. He's 6,600 and something days sober. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> and he's been, he's been at it for a long time, yeah. but it, you know, hey, he, was a, yo. he was a hockey player, man. And those boys can drink. <laughs> you know? They take a lot of shots too, man. Those dudes are literally these oh, shots, yeah. these shots, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, you know, I, I think about that also. I'm like, why hurt my body any more than it's already been hurt? I have lower back pain. My hands hurt, my face, my brain. I don't know what's, you know, we, I don't know what's going on in there, but you know what I mean? I'm going to try to save whatever I have left. That's for sure, man. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just, I, you know, we're going into this time. We're going back to what I was saying that there's going to be some massive revelations and I'm dealing with it. And I think a lot of the people watching this right now, you're probably dealing with this in your personal life. Whatever's happening on the scene, whatever's happening in politics, whatever's happening in Hollywood, we're all dealing with our own shit personally. And we're going to be forced to look in that mirror and confront our demons, each and every one of us. This is not just how, when I say this is spiritual, this is going to happen, not just in in the government, politics, the entertainment industry. This is going to happen at a personal level. So I'm asking everybody who's watching this, you have got to really buckle down pick your lane and better yourself. You've got to be, you've got to iron sharpens iron. You've got to get busy putting, you know, putting your vest on your shield and getting your sword and understand we're going into a a massive, massive spiritual war. That's how I look at this. 
It is. And it's on every level. It's not just drinking. You know, I have friends who are awake that are still sending me those silly messages of like, they have daughters in college and they're like, hey, did you see this women's, this college volleyball game with these girls? I'm like, dude, do you understand what we're doing right now? We're removing the abuse, sexual abuse of children from the world. Don't talk to me about that shit. I don't care. I know yeah. we used to joke about that and it used to be funny. It's not funny anymore. And it's gross. Like those, yeah. those things too, like every, every bit of our lives. And I'm not saying I've got it figured out and I'm perfect. I'm saying I work on it every day to be my best. Right. And that's what everybody has to do. Whatever those things are that are holding you back from bringing your best to whatever it is, especially a spiritual war where everything is on the line. You've got to do it. Put people out, dude. I mean, for me, that's what I've done. I, I mean, and, you know, the first three years, I was like, man, this person, I love this person. But every time I'm with this person, there's some funky energy, something weird going on with them, or their girlfriends get really catty towards me because it's just weird shit, bro. And then that right there, I'm like, you're gone. But I don't even deal with it anymore. I'd much rather be alone in my space, in my little vortex than dealing with i can't i can't take on the load i cannot take any more negative energy the stuff we're covering the, the you know everything happening in the industry the hollywood stuff all that stuff is such a heavy burden and listening to it every day i don't have time for any other shit nothing yeah it occurred to me in late 2020 that you know this is a spiritual war the great awakening is about raising our spiritual consciousness some people calling call it ascending to a higher dimension and then it occurred to me at that time, wow, there's a lot of people I care about that aren't going to be coming with me. And that sucks. But look, do you want to go there or do you want to hang around, around down here in lower dimensions because you feel bad? Like, I'm sorry, not sorry. I'm going that way. <laughs> you yeah, go wherever I, you want. I'll see you when you get there. hundred <laughs> percent. I was talking to Gene Deco today and I did an interview with him. and He was talking about the physics and science behind health. And what it is, it's called the underverse and yeah. the portals that lead up to the, you know, the, the whole CERN project, everything was, he says, allegedly is uh, accessing the portals to the underverse. And it's a real thing. And what they're doing with CERN and a lot of other places, those kids at the, at the Miami mall and all this, they're accessing these portals to the under underverse instead of the universe or multiverse or whatever you want to call it. It's called the underverse. It's hell. It's yeah. a lower dimensional existence and exactly. they're bringing these entities up. It's actually real, man. And I believe this is real. And I think that's what we're fighting against right now. And yep. if you're weak in any way, shape or form, if you are weak, you become a host to these parasites. Yeah. Yeah. If you give them one inch, any opening, Nina, look at all the stuff you do and how many people follow your shows and all, all the information you put out there. And of course you take a lot of shit because you just put all the information out and let people decide for themselves. But imagine that's one of the bad guys, whoever they are, one of the higher ups is like, well, we want to take this bastard off the playing field and you give them one slip. You have one beer and driving down the street and get pulled over and they decide that you're drunk. Even if you're not like you, you yeah. just can't take that chance right now. No, I can't. And and and, uh, and it, like you said, we are targets. And they they would take you down so fast. Mm -hmm. I I I just know that where we're at right now in 2024, man, this shit's about to intensify. So imagine like it's uh I guess like a what 
what can I say, a frequency. It's just going to go, and you would understand this with music. <laughs> it's going to just, that's what this is going to be like this year. Yeah. It's already starting. What's weird is going to get weirder. Weird only gets weirder. And it's, it's going to get even weirder. <laughs> it's going to get really weird. I mean, look at, we're, we're not even three weeks into the year and look at all the shit that's happened already. It's nuts. And it's only going to intensify into the end of the year, the election time. There's astrology that points to the same thing around that time, that it's a big game changer, probably in the positive, which is probably good for people like us who are already on board with the guy that we like. Well, but um, yeah, but here's the thing is that we're all going to be forced. My point is we're all going to be forced to look at our own lives and look at our own messes. That's correct. Every person watching this right now has something in their closet, some kind of skeleton in their closet. They're going to be forced to look at. Yeah. Because look, this got, this country is supposed to be self-government. We've never done it because they've never let us, but also because we've never been ready for it with great power comes great responsibility. You know, the Spider-Man line and we're, if we're going to govern ourselves, which I believe we are, we all have a lot to learn and a big part of learning that is what you're talking about now, getting rid of bad habits, whatever they are. And I think the people that are going to be the casualties of war, the people that are going to really die off, man, are the ones with, you know, still buying into all the bullshit, still walking around paranoid, scared of everything. They're the ones. Yeah, because I look you, at them, I look well, at them you're, you're in fear all the time. So you're in fight or flight mode all the time. And the human body is not made to to sustain that kind of stress. So those people that have been on level 10 of stress for three plus years now, go four years now almost, that's going to be rough. A lot of them aren't going to make it, I don't believe. With this, I mean, we, we know what that's bringing. I mean, this is, this is it. This is fifth dimensional or fifth generation, I guess you could say dimensional. It's well, both. <laughs> warfare, it's yeah. Both. And, and I mean, we're all going to have to really look in the mirror and decide what we're going to change. And and I'm I'm asking everyone who's even watching this, what are some things you need to cut out of your life, right? Like, look at me and him. We did it. We, we And it's still a struggle, man. Tell me, this isn't, you're saying it's. No, no, I, I'm just, I, I don't want to put it out there that people think, oh, it's easy. Just do it. I'm kind of shocked at how easy it's been for me thinking it would be a vicious struggle. And it hasn't been because God is guiding me. He said, it's enough of that. You had your fun. You did it. And I did. I don't you miss it at all. I'm going to be 50 this year, which is part of the reason. Why, oh, hey, I'm right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, part of the reason why I, I decided to stop, I was like, you know, I should do something nice for my body for my 50th birthday coming up. Why don't I quit drinking for a year? And I had some friends that had quit and been a few months into it and they were feeling really good. I have fr other friends like you that were encouraging me that had quit years ago. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I actually was giving myself to my birthday, which was July 1st. And I stopped a month early. I was like, you know what? Why do I need to drag this out for another month? I'm done. I'm yeah, done. That's it. And you know what? I, a lot of people ask me, why don't you go to the AA or 12 steps? I'm like, dude, when I make up my mind, I stopped cold turkey. That was it. I don't need anything else. I watched some YouTube videos here and there. What's 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 blow? Here's what blows my mind: is the friends that I was drinking with the last 
after boxing, really the last five years before I went sober, the which I call the misery phase of my life. And the last <laughs> when I when I retired from boxing, I was miserable. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I was broke. Um, I was just wandering the planet like a sloth. Like I didn't, I had no direction, dude. I just, I thought about doing this. I thought I had all kinds of, you know, yeah. bad, bad thoughts. I mean, demons were really yeah. taking control of my life. But the, the friends that were with me during that time, obviously drinking with me, and they would always tell me, dude, you're crazy, Vato. You're nuts, man. Dude, you got to stop. You're crazy. They're dead. They died. Once I quit drinking, they kept going, and somehow or another, they always pointed at me and said, man, you're crazy, because they know what I've been through. I overdosed. I I passed away on that. I was yeah. brought back with a defibrillator. I got knifed in the throat another time, almost died there, lost pints of blood. And they're telling me I'm crazy, and guess what? They're gone. Like, four of them are gone. They all went away in one year, and I'm thinking to myself, how, bro? Like, how does how did that even – I mean, the guys that told me I was crazy – that pointed at me and said, I was a crazy one. They're gone. I've known a couple people in my life. Neither of them were very close, but that literally drank themselves to death. And it's very sad. I mean, when I was in Hollywood and doing all that drinking, I did have a friend who was older. He's about 10 years older than me. And he pulled me aside and he's like, oh, Z, you got to stop, man. I, You know how many friends I've lost to this shit? You're doing the same shit as them. I'm like, ah, you don't know what you're talking about. I got it. You know? And uh, those that seed was planted a long time ago, and it did get me to pull way back over the last, I don't know, seven, eight years even. There's probably only a handful of times I've been real drunk over that time, which is, and that used to be twice a week, three times a week. And so that led me to this point where I was able to say, you know what, if I did that, I can certainly stop. And I've kind of fantasized about stopping drinking for a long time. Like, I wonder what it would be like to just be free from that and be able to not drink and just have fun. And, you know, I, when we were kids, Nino, they didn't talk, talk to us about anxiety at school like they do now, right? I didn't learn about anxiety probably till I was in my 40s. And I was like, shit, why didn't anybody tell me about this earlier? <laughs> They always told me I had a disorder when I was boxing. I always had a lot of anxiety and my managers and trainers would be like, bro, you know, you got to really control that. You know, it's a disorder. I'm like, how do you control it? I'm getting ready to fight one of the best guys in the world, man. I'm nervous right. out of my mind. Yeah. What are you talking about? What do you mean control it, man? I, I couldn't comprehend yeah. that. I'm like, I'm a nervous. Yeah. This and guy could kill me if I, if I slip up. This one guy wrong, kill it's, me. it's done. And, and, <laughs> And I used to think about that, and and I would stay up for nights. I, you know, before fights, this is true fact. I didn't sleep for like two weeks before a fight, man. I was nervous. Really? So I'd, wow. I'd get three hours, three hours of rest a night, light sleep, and I would still be training on adrenaline, and then still having to spar and fight these guys in the gym, and then be going into a go, be going into a fight, man. Seeing tracers, bro. Like I would be so tired. Like I, but so much adrenaline would be in my body. And and that's how I get through it. But I was that's I got addicted to sleeping pills at that time. So yeah, I was too for a while because I, I was drinking so much. I was mine was different. I was drinking so much. So what people don't realize is in the short term, drinking will help your anxiety in a social situation. But guys, think about it. What does the next day feel like when you wake up? The anxiety is almost crippling. Just why most people will take a shot or smoke some weed or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You, 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 you fill it with something else. So 
So what do you, so what do we, what does everyone do right now? They go get hammered. They're on Adderall. Like what this is, I mean, they, they take Molly, Kenny, whatever they take, uh, they take it all while they're I've out. Try, I've tried it all as have you. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the next day you feel like crap. So you take a Xanax or you take something like that. I used, you to have to, I used to have to take Xanax to go to sleep because I was drinking so much and doing so many drugs that I couldn't shut my brain off at night. And then, yeah. oh, you know, what woke me up from that was when Michael Jackson died. Uh, <laughs> I, I was know. taking Xanax at that time and they were saying, saying he was taking like 20 pills a day. And I had already figured out that you uh, your body builds up a tolerance to a drug like Xanax. So you need more and more and more. I mean, I still remember the first one I ever took. It was the best feeling. I felt like I laid down on a cloud and floated away. And then, you know, it never really felt that good and like most drugs. You know, what was weird is, uh, I, you know, someone brought it to my attention when I got off all the sleepy pills and I got off all the Xanax and I was not drinking anymore. I was still taking a, the substance called Kratom. And people were telling me like, bro, you're still on it. You're still on drugs. I'm like, nah, bullshit. This stuff, you can buy this at 7-Eleven. What are you talking about? I'm good. I'm good. No, that was bad too, man. And and um, used, what the hell was that stuff we used to buy in college? There was this I can't remember the name. It was like an over the counter speed, basically. And we oh, would drink. Was <laughs> it was something like that. Mini it had things, a, right? Mini thins. Yeah, mini, mini thins. Thin. We used to get yeah. shit faced and take mini thins, so you know the feel like you have spiders all over your yes, head. We were Dude. crazy, man. We did the stupidest shit. And and again. Like, I, of course, I would never go that far now. I'm not a young, crazy kid. But I still don't trust myself on a drink or two because then you're like, oh, whatever. I can have one more and then drive home. It's only you three. You've your tolerance, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, Now that you've been sober, your tolerance is low. Oh, yeah. I, look, I'm again, I'm not thinking about it. I'm very focused on this year getting rid of more bad habits, not adding other bad habits that I got over already back in. I think 2020 was like a portal year. And I think 2024 is another one. And I think what we do this year is going to set the pace for the next thousand years, whatever, you know, yeah. I think at least in our lifetimes, whatever decision you decide to make right now is going to last the rest of your lifetime. If you do it now. And I think this is the moment, this is the time that we all need to, just like your shirt says, rise up, dude, we got to um, really put the bad habits behind us and make a change, make a difference um, like we're doing. And it's not easy. It's not easy. This is the, and then, you know, people always tell me like, Oh, here's another thing I get. And I'm sure you get the same thing. Like, well, you don't hang out with us anymore. You know, you don't talk to us anymore. And it's not, it's not that I think I'm better than anybody. It's just that I don't think I'm strong enough at this point in my life to lift someone else up into my, uh, onto the, onto the, 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 the the platform I'm on, I can't lift anybody yeah. up. I am not strong enough. You'll pull me down. So I'm staying away out of fear. Yeah. I mean, I, I had kind of gotten out of the party scene, so I don't get that that much. And like my friends from home that still drink a lot, like I said, I'll go out with them. I won't go out with them like out drinking at bars at night because there's too much crazy stuff that can happen there. But like, Again, I'll play golf with the buddy. This happened a few months ago. He's like, well, let's have some beers after the round. I'm like, okay, but, you know, I'm going to have a non-alcoholic beer. So I did. And he's like, have another one. Sure, why not? Having fun talking, reminiscing what it felt like to sit at a bar and drink beers. 
Next thing you know, this guy, he, I'm his crutch for him to have an excuse to keep drinking. I'm like, dude, you can keep drinking. How many non-alcoholic beers do you think I'm going to drink? What's the yeah. point? You know, like yeah. two or three is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had one. I had a no duels like a few months back and I got a horrible acid reflux the next day. And, and I was like, body was going to me. Yeah, your body yeah. was like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's how I see it. I, I don't know, Mike. I just I wanted to bring you on because I know that we're both in the same struggle. We're both in the same fight. Yeah. And I just wanted to get your input, man, because. Yeah, well, I, look, when I left the music business, Nino, I said to God, you tell me what to do. This is not working for me the way I'm doing. I feel like I'm swimming upstream. And he had me write a book, which was about golf, but it's not about golf. It was about me publicly talking about all the things that I need to work on so that I would put my ass on the line and be held accountable because I'm the type of guy that I never want to be one of those people that's full of shit. If I say something to you, I mean it, period. And so I've been on that journey for 10 years now, but when 2020 hit, that really ramped it up. These last you know, four years have been very intense, obviously. And it's, as you said, as we keep saying, this year, we can all tell. Everybody can feel it. It's only going to be more intense. So we've got, noticed, to, we've got to have um, our best. Have you noticed it's like, um, this comes to my mind, my buddy owned a ranch, and, and uh, one time we were driving in his truck, and he was pointing out to all the birds that were flying real low, and the cattle was bunching together. And he goes, you know what that means, right? And it was sunny, dude. It was sunny. And he was telling me, that means a storm's coming. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? And he's like, yeah, storm's coming. And sure as shit, dude, like about six, seven hours later, a storm came in, a big one. They mm -hmm. felt that like electric charge or something. Yep. As I think humanity right now, we all feel, look what's happening in the Middle East. Look what's happening in Israel. Look what's happening in, with China, Taiwan. I mean, it's go time. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's almost like as we're going into this, this shift, it's like who wants to control the timeline? Who's going to control... The rest of the, the next thousand years, maybe the next 50,000 years, maybe the next hundred thousand years. I don't know, but yeah. this is an important time for whatever reason. This time right now, especially this year, 2024, is the pinnacle year of control. Whoever wins this wins the whole damn Casino Royale. And because of that, each one of us, no matter how awake we are or how asleep we are, we're all going to take some serious gut punches this year. People that we thought were on our side that aren't people and vice versa, people that we thought Dude. were bad and weren't like, it's going to be, I don't even know the right word for it. It's brutal. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. Brutal. I've seen people, I've seen turncoats already. Sure. And I'm like, wow, man, I thought you were my friend. And, and people just coming out spreading lies. Yeah. Blatant fucking lies. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what, man? People need to use their own discernment and decide what they're going to do from here. Because I can only do so much. This kind of just happened to me. I didn't force this on anybody. Right. I didn't ask this. That this was an all. An, this was all an accident. Yeah. And you know what we're seeing right now, especially within the Patriot community, dude. I cannot believe what I'm seeing. I can't, dude. It's, it's just and I, the like a, a bad vampire movie. Like yeah. when you get, you're like you're you're with your friend, and the next thing you know, he turns at you, and he's like. Ah. Yeah. Oh, you wanted them too? And it's exactly. like, oh, you got that. <laughs> totally. That's that's coming. 
And and what's coming for the people that haven't woken up is the truth about the ding and the thing that you write on a piece of paper and then they change it. You know, all that, all those truths are coming out, man. Oh, it's going to be brutal this but year. But even for us, we're, we're having what you said, you know, people we thought that were on our side that aren't, and big names too. There will be some big names and there will be, it's just going to be unpredictably chaotic, but I do feel, and I do believe that it ends very well towards the end of 24, beginning of 25. I just feel it. And so it's really a matter of survival. And again, how are you going to survive? Don't take dumb chances. Yeah. Take, take calculated risks. If you're going to take a risk at all, maybe this isn't the year to even take a risk. I don't know. People are telling me, oh, hey, we should go here and do this, a Patriot event. We should, you know, tr- do this tour. I'm like, guys, I don't know what you're talking about, but my intuition from God is telling me, stay put, hunker down. There's I'm going to be some, that. you know, you talk about that all the time. There's going to be some really, really bad kinetic parts to this in our country, probably this year. Yeah, you could just show up to the wrong event and then guess what? Just like on J6. Some wacky shit goes down. You're a part of it. Now you're now you're arrested. I mean, who knows? It could That's be like the, you know the Super Bowl. Who the hell wants to go to the Super Bowl at this point? First of all, the the cheapest tickets are like twenty five hundred bucks, three grand now, which is a joke. Just like fifteen years ago, they were like four hundred bucks. Um, but you know, why would you want to be around that many people that could be made into a target by a number of different evil people? Yeah, like and, I just don't. I just don't want to do that. Not to mention they're going to be targeting events that like that with all these illegal immigrants coming in. What better what better thing to hit than a Super Bowl? I mean, you just don't know. They had it at the Army Navy game, it was at Foxborough, uh, at the Patriots Stadium. Now, normally at the last year when they had the Army Navy game there, first of all, all veterans had the chance to buy a ticket first. They didn't do that this year. They gave them all to the season ticket holders and made them buy them. But that's not the big problem. There's two hotels there. And no, no veterans could stay in those hotels to go watch the Army Navy game. Why? They were filled with illegal immigrants. No, still, no, 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 yeah, immigrants. Good, good job. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, dude, you're you're my hero that you could still hang out here. I would never. <laughs> I would never. I have too big of a mouth. I just start popping off to everybody, and then they turn me I, off. <laughs> bro it's been you know what it is it's like boxing it's like stick and move and bob and weave and like oh, yeah it's fucking tiring it's I tiring that, that's what i'm saying man like that's why you're my hero because i know how tiring it is just to come like not tonight because it's just you and i chatting like there's no big deal but if i had again like looking over my shoulder what am i going to say you know i have people on my show telling me you swear too much i'm like yeah well there's kids doing awful things to children all over this world yeah. when you end that i'll worry about my language how about that yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah and I i've actually all, made that promise that when when we remove that problem i promise you when it's gone from the whole world i promise i'll never swear again that's how much that means to me <laughs> it's yeah. it's worth it i would be happy to never swear again I'm dude, I'm with you. I I just don't, you know, I get so much criticism and ridicule. I get hateful emails, threatening emails. People really don't know what this entails, man. This shit. Like I thought boxing was bad. 
I'm you just know, boxing, starting to get you know, a taste of going up into towards your weight class on the podcasting world. Yeah, and they're already coming for me. And, but yeah. you know, I grew up in Boston, my friends, I was on a text group with my friends. They say the most foul shit to me and we do to each other. Right. Just vicious shit. Oh, you're, Bo- you're Boston boy. Yeah. My buddy's from Boston. And I'm like, okay, guys, you, I'm like, guys, you train, you realize what you did for me. You've trained me to laugh at these fools when they insult me online because they're, they can never be as vicious as my own friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's also possible. We're not border boys. We're all yeah. we're cutthroat, dude. Like, we're always talking about each other's moms and shit, dude. Like horrible, yeah. horrible yeah. shit. Like, yeah. And I tell you, and then you laugh and go out and drink. Like, you know, I'm talking terrible shit. Like, oh my god. My buddy, there's a group of buddies from Boston that a handful of which have never told me in their life, "I love you," but they tell me, "Go fuck yourself," which means in their language, "I love you." And I'm like, okay, yeah. cool, I'll take it. However, however, here's you something. Here's here's something crazy. I have a friend that um. These dudes, like, they're best of friends, but they're like brothers. And I'm talking, they used to get in fist fights with each other, like with ugly, ugly fist fights. Okay. One night they're out together and they're fighting. And then the dude, the I'm not gonna say their names on here, but okay. No way. And we're like, okay, this is this friendship's over. All right. If he doesn't <laughs> die, this friendship's over. Bro, they were out together the next weekend. Like it never happened. I'm like, bro, you shot at him. You wanted to kill him. Oh, yeah, we're drunk, man. I'm like, Again, that's why they call it spirits. Because when you get drunk at that level, these dark spirits latch onto you and they literally take your flesh suit for a joyride. That person would never do some stupid shit like that. Sober. When you're, when you're drunk, everything's a great idea, right? It's like everything's like that. We're going to do that. That sounds good. I'm going to grab her ass, take her in the bathroom. And although, you know, I mean, things like that happen, but, you know, how many times, how many times was it not a good idea? It's never a good idea to do something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Unless she's giving you the look that that tells you she wants you you to. I'll say this. It's the, the, the climate, the atmosphere wasn't like it is now. No. No. You know, it was, it was more like, oh, game on. You know, it wasn't like it is now. Like now this is. This is a different animal, man. Again, why well, I've animal. stayed out of it, right? Like I can't put myself, especially with the the poison that people have put into their bodies. We don't know what the repercussions of that are. So how could I even, like I have to go around and ask that question on a first date? Like, dude, I don't even want to deal with that. I'd rather stay home and do and work. <laughs> you know, man, it's just one of those sacrifices and we have a lot of them. And this is only an intense fight. It's only going to get harder. And I wanted to bring you on the show today because I wanted to introduce you to my audience and just commend you in the fight you're in. Uh, because, you know, I'll be honest, nobody really did that for me. When I, when I was, when I quit drinking, I was on my own and I, I had to make it public. And people asked me, why did you make your sobriety public? And I was like, because I need to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. And I knew that would help me. And my audience helped me get sober. So, Folks, uh, Michael Ziljan, Ziljan, right? Ziljan. Ziljan, yeah. yeah well, before like, before you end, let me. I just want to thank you because, guys yeah. out there, Nino's fans, Nino didn't know me. We had done one show together. We have a lot of mutual friends. I told him I was quitting drinking. He said, "Dude, call me or text me whenever you want. I'll answer." And he's kept to that. And he didn't have to do that. 
And so I just want to thank you, dude. That's, that's meant a lot to me. It's been, I haven't had that many moments where I really, really needed someone, but just having a sounding board there that knows what I'm dealing with has been immeasurable. So find someone like Nino that can support you. Thank you. Oh, I didn't have a sponsor. I don't have a sponsor, but Anytime you text me, even if I don't answer, T, keep texting me. I will get back to you. Know You've that. never not texted me back when I've texted you about oh. drinking. Every single time you've texted me back. There's other stuff I've texted you back. You haven't. And I'm like, all right, Nino's <laughs> busy. No big deal. But every time I've texted you about drinking, you've texted me back. Every time. Because I know the struggle. Yeah. Mike, thanks for coming on, man. Where can people find you? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, Zilosophy for All on Rumble truth and telegram i uh, got a really really big show tomorrow night on rumble that philosophy. i can't read. spell that spell that it's, out for everyone it's zilosophy so like the z-i-l in my last name zildjian but it's so it's philosophy but with a z uh z z-i-l-o-s-o-p-h-y okay the, the number four all so if you if you see this logo on any of those channels that's me <laughs> all right cool Mike, thanks for coming on, brother, man. Let's do some yeah. more shows. Uh, we did a little Whenever you want. You know, I was about to get into bed, and Nino's like, I want to do a podcast. I was like, okay, I'm not going to bed. <laughs> I'm going to hang out with Nino. <laughs> thanks, man. I just want right, to something out, man. I appreciate you, and uh, let's keep in touch. And uh, we're doing a roundtable soon, aren't we, or no? Oh, yeah. on two- That's right. On Tuesday, we're doing a um, Secret Societies roundtable with Kathy cool. O'Brien and SG and on, and Nino and me. Let's go. Let's go. What? What? Hold on, I don't even have that down. Yeah, it's uh, it's three well, o'clock all... mountain time, so three o'clock your time. Oh, when are we doing this? Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, I got you. I got you. At three o'clock. All right. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. I already. I do have it down. All right. All right, Mike. <laughs> take it easy. All right, folks. All right. Listen, Thanks, let me bro. just end this with like this. Whatever you got staring you down right now, whatever demons you got staring you down, you can you can beat them. Mm-hmm. It's a. It, it could be a constant struggle. It could be hard. That you can do this. And I wanted to bring Mike on to let you know, you know, he's an example. I'm an example. We're doing it together. You guys can join us and do it the same way, whether you're on pills, whether you're a sex addict, whether you're alcohol, it doesn't matter. You can, you can stop this shit. And uh, this is the year to do it. Right, Mike? Absolutely. If we can do it, you can do it. There's, there's no question. All right, Mike, take it easy on that. All right, folks, leave comments down below, like, and share this video. Por favor, later.